Friday, Cowboys Nation. TGIF, am I right? Oh my goodness, this week felt so long, but hey, we made it to the end of our work week. Welcome to another episode of Dallas Cowboys Daily here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jess Navarez, and wow, wow, wow. Just as I suspected and you suspected, we all knew this was going to happen, but we have a lot to talk about, so let's get right to it. Today is Friday, August 12th. Say it with me. Happy Friday, everyone. And here is what happened during the Cowboys and Broncos joint practice on Thursday. Just a little warning, you're going to want to buckle up because, like I said earlier, it's a lot. It was clear pretty early on that the teams were ready to see somebody other than their own teams. Now, multiple sources tweeting that there were actually six fights that broke out throughout practice. And here I go about to burst your bubble when I say that it didn't look like the Cowboys really won any of them. Big yikes. In fact, if there was a winner out of Thursday's practice overall, I would say it wasn't the Cowboys. So it was a packed house, and as we know, Broncos fans travel pretty well for their team, but I will say Cowboys Nation did show up and they were loud from the videos we saw ahead of practice, so good for y'all for traveling and going to support the team. Pretty early on during practice, tight end Ian Bunting was actually walked off the field by trainers and he did walk off on his own power and no cart was needed. But according to Michael Gilkin, it was neck soreness that x-rays came back negative for really seeing anything wrong. But they're going to continue to monitor him. Someone else the Cowboys are going to continue to monitor was defensive tackle John Ridgway. He also got injured and walked off the field under his own power. So sending well wishes to both of them. But here we go with a double-edged sword, okay? Dak looked sharp. Dak looked great, actually. He was throwing the ball quickly and overall just had a really good practice with great composure that was noticeable. Which is amazing and we love for him, right? Well, here's the bad side to this. Dak really didn't have much of a choice as it was also noticeable that the O-line was struggling and they were struggling hard. In fact, I would say overall the most noticeable struggle throughout this practice was the O-line and just how sloppy they looked overall. It was clear that they weren't giving Dak the protection that was needed, and that's pretty worrisome considering that's been an issue that we wanted to see addressed um, already. But hey, I did want to throw in there that Dak had one touchdown and zero interceptions during practice. Continuing on the Dak train, him and CeeDee were just completely taken over the show. In fact, they were the stars of the show if there was one for the Cowboys. CeeDee and Dak showed up to really show everyone that CeeDee's not messing around and he's really ready for that wide receiver one position from what we've seen so far. The pair also making that touchdown I just mentioned. Speaking of wide receivers, we saw a lot of Dennis Houston who kept great composure throughout practice and of course Noah Brown who continues to just look ready for the season. Zeke took a pretty nasty hit from linebacker Bradley Chubb, which was completely unnecessary if you ask me. But here's the thing. Zeke took it like the champ he is, and he got right back up and right back to work afterwards. Zeke's mama even tweeting out about this, saying, quote, One of the toughest I know. He knows it's not worth all of the hoopla. Not at practice. Now, let a defensive player get a dirty hit on deck. More than likely, you'll see a different reaction from Ezekiel. So, yes. Definitely loved Zeke's composure, especially after that hit, because most players would not have taken that as well as Zeke did. I'm just going to say, if you haven't seen that video yet, go look it up. Defensive end Tyrell Basham had in a day. In fact, he had a pick six off of Russell Wilson, so you love to see that. Really, the most noticeable theme from practice was the chippiness from both teams, right? But I will say that most of the scuffles, if not all that we saw, started from Broncos players who were just playing dirty overall. And hey, they were playing physical, so I gotta give them that. 
The first fight actually involved Terrence Still, and it was just a domino effect, if you will. Terrence kind of started it in a way, and then you just see a bunch of players jumping in and getting in that huddle. That set the tone for the rest of the fights, really for the rest of practice. Broncos defensive tackle Mike Purcell actually ripped off Noah Brown's helmet at one point and tossed it several yards upfield, starting another fight, according to Christy Scales, who was really keeping us informed on who was fighting and what during practice. Another fight breaking out with the Cowboys offense and the Broncos defense just ended in a lot of jawing and pushing and shoving of that nature. Now, the fight that really irked me the most and probably all of Cowboys Nation that saw it was when Broncos defensive end Draymond Jones was seen pointing his hands in the shape of a gun right against Josh Ball's helmet after a play, actually following him back to the Cowboys huddle to do this, I might add, which naturally is going to cause a fight. So yeah, a little annoying. Like I said, overall, it just looked like Denver came to play dirty. Also, it's pretty safe to say we could see some of these feuds leak over into the game. And so I think this will be a good test for the Cowboys overall and their discipline, which we know highly, highly lacked last season. We've talked about it on this podcast enough. We've talked about it as Cowboys fans last season. So I think it'll be a good test to see how disciplined the Cowboys really are come game time. Lastly, I did want to mention that Randy Gregory was seen saying hi to the coaching staff ahead of practice, but was later noticed when he was low-key acting like a little bit of a bitter ex and running his mouth after one of the scuffles broke out. My guy, if you're still mad, just say that. Anyways, that's the gist of what you missed during the Cowboys and Broncos only joint practice of this preseason. Now, if you're still wanting even more Cowboys content, you already know we have you covered. A new episode of Girls Talking Boys with my girls Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray drops a little later today, as well as a new episode of the Star Seminar with Danny Phantom and Rabble Rouser. And since you won't hear from me again until Monday, you know I have to put that plug in for a new episode dropping on Saturday of The World's Team with Meg Murray and Paul Stewart. Make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode when it drops. While you're at it, go give us a sweet review and all five stars with that rating. You can give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, a like on Facebook, and hit that subscribe button on YouTube to keep up with all things Blog and the Boys. And you know what? I didn't forget, Cowboys Nation. I can't let you go without reminding you that we're only 30 days away from the regular season opener. We are so close, my friends. And that is all I have for you today. And even though you won't hear from me again until Monday for Dallas Cowboys Daily, don't you worry because I'm going to keep up with all things Cowboys and Broncos over the weekend. So we will have plenty to talk about. I hope you have a great rest of your Friday and a great weekend ahead. Please stay safe, have a great time watching the game, and go kill it, Cowboys Nation. And since we technically have a Cowboys game day tomorrow, I'm going to end the podcast on this note. Go Cowboys!